when this funny Gleep gives me the stopwatch. Yeah, that's what George called him, a Gleep. And this, this crazy Gleep gave me this watch. <laughs> that's what George called him, a Gleep. Gleep. You know that? Are the mics on? Yeah. Listeners will have to know this. They're going to love this. We were going to pick up those four 35-pound plates in Dennisville. Or yeah. Dennison. Yeah, Dennison. Me and you, we did this. Yeah, I remember this. We, we randomly shuffled the podcast and we landed on that talk about Latter-day Saints. Can ye feel so now? Yeah. I've listened to that probably like 10 times. Have you? <laughs> it's so good. Is it just one episode? It, well, it's one. It's, uh, let's see. The episode's four years old, but the talk's from 2012. So it's the talk itself, it's over 10 years old. But there's only one in the podcast. Well, because that's the only one I have. I imagine there's other, let's see. I guess, how do you go to the... Because it's strange that you would listen to the same one over and over again if I there's multiple. I figured it's going to be a bit... There's probably going to be a lot of stuff that I have to sift through. That's like, oh, this isn't really tuned to but me. But the one you got this is good This one, enough. for some reason, is amazing. Yeah. And you're not a Latter-day Saint. No. <laughs> okay. I'm a former day saint. <laughs> but... But soon enough, you will be converted, or what's yeah, going on here? Eventually, after I'm old enough, it'll be, I'll be... As long as... <laughs> as long as I'm compared to somebody before I am. As I long am as then... being Mormon is this sermon, I want to be it. That's you? Yeah. <laughs> it's perfect. I totally get it. I don't remember anything about that sermon, so I got nothing for you. I don't know the correct interpretation of... Because I think a lot of people ruin meanings from religious texts and stuff by actually figuring out either that or they benefit more by uh you know what i mean either you have a very incorrect interpretation of a religious text yeah or your interpretation of it is different but not exactly what they meant and then you learning the actual one kind of ruins the subjectivity and insightfulness that you took from it but the whole can ye feel so now thing which like i'm i'm kind of sick of feeling like shit i'm not gonna do it (laughs) <laughs> and then as long as you have, like, a roof over your head and, like, the really basic, objective things. Yeah. And, like, I'm not going to be in abusive relationships with people and all this shit. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, it was this easy. I don't know. And the fact that that guy, that weird Quentin L. Cook, I think is his name. <laughs> I'll double check for the listeners at home. Correct. <laughs> I was correct. It will not repeat his name. You can go back <laughs> Good five job. seconds. So did you do anything for St. Patrick's Day? No, not yet. Oh. <laughs> I was freaking out on the way over here. I'm like, shit, I gotta find a way to change how we date the episodes. <laughs> so you're just gonna go by the nearest holiday? I was just gonna mention things that have happened or haven't happened yet to really confuse people. You know, the full episodes are easier to date than the bonus episodes, right? Yeah, I was thinking about doing a bonus episode in this episode, but leave it in. It's a pre, it's a mid-pod pod. What? <laughs> yeah. We're gonna have to find a list or something weird to talk about. I mean, if you really want to. Yeah, but so I haven't. I have to get through this really bad cookie. Okay. And then, uh. You we- wanna do it in the middle, so you want, you wanna give it like 20 minutes or whatever. Yeah, what have you? That is what I have. <laughs> <laughs> Alright? So maybe get off of my horse. You gotta stop. This is my horse. You gotta stop editing on days we, uh, pod. I don't know when we pod. We pod whenever you feel like it. <laughs> Maybe don't edit on days you post. I can edit whenever I want. They I get know. done. <laughs> All right. Yeah, the people I have a system. I'm the, I'm the editor. So why are you I'm yelling one, at me for I'm editing? I'm the one who edits. Maybe don't edit on the days you post, huh? That, 
That that Breaking Bad episode where Walter Jr. is like, Dad, we should start a podcast to talk about your cancer. And he's like, I am the one who edits. Or whatever. <laughs> Don't suggest we start a podcast because I'm the one who's going to have to edit. Yeah. <laughs> it's in the crawl space covered in hate or whatever. Yeah, as he does. He's shaving his head. That's the same episode as the one where he's in the crawl space. I always thought it was weird that it was just one extended episode. Yeah, it was like a season-long episode. <laughs> <laughs> that they just, they released it all at once. No commercial breaks. Yeah. It's just 14 hours long. Nobody's like, how, how does anybody allot this much time to watch this live? <laughs> I'm gonna have to TiVo this or whatever the... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, in uh, 2015, when this episode was released, TiVo wasn't as big of a thing anymore, you know? It kind of died down. Some people still have TiVo, which I commend. That's amazing. Yeah. That's fucking cool. My aunt and uncle still have a box TV. <laughs> and their justification for it is it still works well, which is like, cool, I can appreciate that, but also, I mean, that that's fucking amazing. That it still works. It's like 25 years old. Yeah, it's, oh, it's probably older than me. And you, even. You fucking ageist. Well, well I didn't say anything. <laughs> but I, I think it can still get screen burn. That's how old a TV it is. Uh, may, uh, no, I don't think the old TVs can get screen burn. Really? I think it's just the plasma TVs. Oh, which I don't think they make anymore. Well, I mean, it's a giant. I don't know if they made giant. I don't know if all plasma TVs were thin. Because, like, it's a big fucking. Right. I guess it TV. depends on the exact age of it. You'd live in there. You could hollow out the screen and live in there. You think you could live. It's big cool enough thing. to live in? That's, that's cool. That's one of the benefits of those TVs they don't tell you is after the TV breaks, you just carve out the screen and do live action shit in front of your. with puppets and stuff. <laughs> the thing I was always surprised at. Hey kids, can you guess who this fat fucking bitch of a puppet that looks like your mother is based off of? (laughs) (laughs) It's how you take out your your petty transgressions towards family members. But it's per- it's perfectly allowed. There's no. Yeah, there's everybody's okay with what that. happens behind the TV stays behind the TV. It's so Mom's watching. Oh boy! <laughs> She's like, oh, this is my favorite show. I really love to see what this stupid loser girl is up to. Guess whose cunty in-laws are coming over? <laughs> but what always surprised me was my uncle. In his basement. I don't know how. They had this TV that was... It was so big. There's no possible way it was brought down their staircase. Those are the weirdest things. It has to... This house, I swear to God, has to have been built around this TV. That's how big it was. And it was a really old box TV. But it was so big. Is it like a basement with like a... Does it connect to their yard? Because then you just would open up the sliding door for the yard and carry it in. Or no, is it, it like does a not. Basement it's, with, a sub, no... it's a sub-ground basement. Yeah, there's no light. There is a window, so the window was ground level. Okay. But when you're standing there, the window is about, you know, where your head is. Mm-hmm. So it's a subterranean basement for sure. I think that's a, a weird primal sense of awe because there's those in africa i think there's uh cathedrals that are built in the ground and it's like surely this would just have been easier to build above ground yeah 
and they think it's some weird Masonic shit or whatever. And I think that's the same reaction you have to witnessing that is like, okay, there's no fucking way anybody moved this here. No, it had to have been built around yeah. this. It is a monument. You found a TV so cool, you built your house around it. <laughs> <laughs> That's badass. And then when it stopped working a couple years ago, they just it just they did the puppet thing. It, yeah, it just <laughs> sat there for years because they're like, we we don't want to try to get rid of this. I think, and then they took a sledgehammer to it because they're like, this is the only way we're getting it upstairs. Yeah, you'd have to like saw they're it like in we're half done. Or something. The kids have moved out. There's no more kids in that house anymore, and uh, so there's no reason to do puppet shows. I'd like to get enough money to have two separate homes for adults and children. What? What? <laughs> yeah, like if like if you you're, you you get home from work. Yep. Uh, As I do. And <laughs> <laughs> you're like really tired and you had a rough day. Then you step on like a, a fucking talking toy, a cocoa melon baby. I don't know. <laughs> Not I a cocoa melon, baby. I think morally and righteously, the only correct response is to kill your family. <laughs> you step on that cocoa melon, baby. So I think the only ra- next rational step is um. Because you have to buy the kids the cocoa melon toys. You got to get the full set, full collection. You can't just not buy cocoa melon toys. <laughs> right. That's the only toys kids want. In, as in accordance to every adult now. And you have you to get have the whole to, series, you know, yeah. you can't just have Coco Melon Baby, you have to have Coco Melon Mom and Coco Melon Dad and, and Cunt In-Law Coco Melon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All of them. And so I think the next step, the next logical step that's not like familicide or whatever the fuck <laughs> um, <laughs> is to build a separate compound. Oh no, the Waco noise we've yet to concoct. <laughs> Fucking compound. God, you could damn have used it. any word right there. I don't know, it's just there. I think the prevalence. But you of- use the word which makes me think that you're building a giant prison wall around this building. The kids building. can't touch themselves. I guess they can. But it's- the cops aren't going to be mad. Like that guy, that that kid's masturbating. The, the government's not going to come in and burn twenty six children alive because a kid's jerking off. You need but then to again, stop. If he, if he sends a letter without a stamp, they will because you got to pay the postage tax. Like, the cop comes in and he he starts burning down the building. And he goes, "God hates that. He can see you." Yeah, it's a, what you don't know is the U.S. government is actually just the Westboro Baptist. You're going to get hairy hands. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I named all of my children uh, Graham Cracker. <laughs> to quell the urge of masturbation. Well, apparently it didn't work. Correct. All, all, all of, of your serial ch- All of your children. How many children do you have in this compound? 26. <laughs> it's the number the government killed. It's the number of the alphabet. Correct. One alphabet Z. for every child. For every cracker. They're all named Graham Cracker, so in order to tell them apart, one's Graham Cracker A, one's Graham Cracker B, one's Graham Cracker C. I thought you were going to say, I thought you were going to rekindle that three gleep joke and say it's because they're last names, but that doesn't work if you're a dude. No. <laughs> <laughs> one's Graham Cracker 4. <laughs> You, you, there's 26 letters in the alphabet, okay. but you aren't consistent about it. I think the government it. gets unnecessary additional incentive to burn down the place if they all have the same name and it's a weird anti-masturbatory food. 
What's wrong with that? There's ki- their kids living in a weird kid compound. You say compound, you're never going to guess what their names are. What? Graham Cracker. Wait, Sarge. Graham Crackers are people, not food. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the that's the compound message. The people show up and they, you sit them down at the dinner table. It's like you have to watch the initiation video and it's just Finding Nemo. But then that scene is replaced. And then it's, it's the rest it's of the movie. It's poorly normal. dubbed over with yeah. Graham Cracker. Yeah. It's clearly you saying it. Yeah. <laughs> You're not even trying to sink it to the lips or anything. There's some terribly edited, like, JPEG of a, of a Graham Cracker over the sharks. Or the fish. <laughs> All the fish of the movie. Are Graham Crackers. <laughs> It's a funny fucking movie. We need you to watch Finding Graham Cracker in order to get this. <laughs> Every time, uh, Marlin. Dory, I'm trying to find my, find my son Graham Cracker. <laughs> yeah, every time he yells, Nemo, don't touch the butt, or whatever the fuck. Graham Cracker. It's all, it's the same. <laughs> yeah, there's not. <laughs> you you're, gonna, you're gonna Zombrota Ford this bitch and use one audio file for every instance of it in the movie. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Graham Cracker. <laughs> you can't do that. That's how it's dubbed over. Even you sh- like start saying the name. <laughs> Even shark bait is Graham Cracker. Graham Cracker. Ooh ha ha. <laughs> it's such a longer word than Nemo that you it cuts off what other people are saying in a lot of sense. <laughs> It'd be funnier, though, to where it keeps going, to where, like, halfway into the movie, there's audio being played over previous instances of Nemo being said. (laughs) (laughs) So characters are trying to talk, and your graham cracker ADR has been caught up to. (laughs) If you put one fin on that Graham cracker. Don't touch the Graham cracker. Graham cracker. Graham Cracker. Right. You were in big trouble, young man. That's so fucking stupid. I think it would make it to halfway in the movie. It probably happened very early on when they say Nemo a lot. How does Nemo's, how does Graham Cracker's weird fish mom die? With a Graham Cracker. It d- attacked her. That rhymes. A Graham and that Crack isn't attack. A Graham Crack attack. Oh no. That sounds like a fun kids game. Crack attack. Yeah, but then they would probably just end up being addicted to crack. You'd have to be a crack baby. It's a, it's it. a literal ball of crack, and it's 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 like a game of hot potato where you toss it back and forth, and the timer kind of it starts going beep 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 beep, beep, beep and you don't want to be the last one to hold it because if you're the last one to hold it, it explodes. Then you have to smoke the whole thing. <laughs> a ball of crack. It explodes into a thing of dust. Do you think Rudolph is really uh, limited on who he can play reindeer games with? You try to be a baby hanging out with a group of crack babies, good fucking luck they'll be, including you in their crack baby games. <laughs> you try to be one of the graham crackers in the compound. Yeah. You show up with an adult, it's an adult in a human Halloween graham cracker outfit. This kid grows up, one of them, and he, he's out and around, and he's kind of sad, and someone's like, hey, what's what's wrong, GC? <laughs> That's what he goes by now. Yeah. He goes, you know, sometimes it just feels like I'm I'm just another graham cracker in the compound. WWGCD. <laughs> you can't think like that, GC. You're different than all those other crackers. <laughs> Whoa, you can't call my brothers and sisters that. And then That's be- our word. <laughs> it becomes a weird, surrealist documentary on race. 
<laughs> Wait a second. You've this just is, replaced this every has race. All of been human about race the an, entire time. With weird Kellogg food. What race is a Fruit Loop? <laughs> Asian. I was gonna say Pacific Islander. We're on the same. Yeah, Asian Islander. Oh, to be more specific, Islander. Polynesian. Polynesian. I'm gonna get you a W. Polynesian was almost better than Specific Islander. <laughs> All right, you almost had me. I thought you were gonna make a Polynesian joke. <laughs> They're bees. <laughs> Every Hawaiian I've ever met is a bee. <laughs> I've not met too many Hawaiians, <laughs> but I have seen multiple bees, and I assume they are from Hawaii. Uh, Hawaii bee. <laughs> If Hawaii is a place, where what are happened? all the other 25 Hawaiians? What happened to Hawaii F? <laughs> Does it keep going, or is E the last one? To get even more ridiculous, what happened to Hawaii <laughs> What? Hawaii is just another list. Once you've gone through all the Hawaii and Hawaii's and all the way through oh, no. the H's, you get to the Hawaii's. Hawaii Y is the worst one. <laughs> That's why maybe they stopped because they're like, oh, no, we got to Hawaii. What if we get to Hawaii? We they wouldn't be able to tell the difference. You know why they stopped? Because they're like, wait a minute. We're all bees. They stopped. We be- don't form countries. <laughs> they stopped because by the time you get to Hawaii, they've run out of places <laughs> to name. I know Hawaii is a state, but in my mind, if there's this many, they have to be countries. You There's think so? a bee-controlled community of countries that all revolve around Hawaii. As I think America scheme. doesn't want to recognize that they have some semblance of power. It's probably all the tofu. Yeah, it's why probably the all fucking, the tofu. Why is tofu a thing in Hawaii? They're like, hey, fruit grows here. And it's like, hey, vegans like this stuff. Is it because it's close to Asia? What is fucking tofu? It's just weird. Bean? Pla- fermented plant bean amalgamation? Shit? Yeah. Ew. I think it probably exists because... Hawaii's like, we don't have any food ever anywhere. That's we have to import point. everything, and it's expansive. It's an expansive list. I thought you were going to make a spam joke. That was a good setup for expansive. Maybe stop trying to I'm just think of what saying. kind of jokes I'm saying, because then I feel bad that I'm I didn't make those you, jokes. You missed these spam jokes. You know that one of the two spam fests is in some fucking backwoods Hawaii town? I know. I bet. Does Hawaii have woods? They have jungles, not woods. That's vol- not the same. Volcano. I can't see somebody that lives by a jungle being like, hey, you came out in the woods. Let's, let's, let's just go play around in the woods. Let's just keep going with it. Instead of volcanoes, maybe they have volcano yeses. <laughs> <laughs> we can keep <laughs> This is all Hawaii is to us. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not even like the word association. It's more like a letter association kind of deal. Yeah, my favorite letter is yes. Uh, for, yeah. I was going to say because volcano O. Because it ends with an O. Oh, no. <laughs> oh can B. Because that'd be the next one. <laughs> this, is, this is what Hawaii means to us. Nothing. Listeners, this is important. I need you to know if you're from Hawaii, you're just a little B to us. Oh, no. You don't even deserve C status. A volcano B would be a cool fucking B. <laughs> A regular bee that they cover in lighter fluid and set on fire. <laughs> Look at him go! He just keeps flying. Like, what? They don't start. They start that out. There's the vol. There's the bee movie, and then there's the volcano bee movie, and it starts off with a. We don't know how these fucking things keep flying, covered in lighter fluid. <laughs> That's like the speech. 
the laws of lighter fluid say this bee should be dead. I don't know why, but I think overdubbing the bee movie would be extremely fun. <laughs> Every action has an equal and opposite bee action. <laughs> They're like, we don't know why he doesn't set on fire. Who is this narrator? Uh, Jerry Seinfeld. I was going to say Kramer, but you don't want to break that barrier that soon. Yeah, we wouldn't want to do that. No, you weird racist Cosmo Kramer. <laughs> be leave us alone. I still think animals would be better if they had bipedal legs. Some do. Yeah, but I'm saying <laughs> the ones that don't. Want. Like a bee. Maybe <laughs> people would want to say. I'm saying you people... think bees would be really cool if they were bipedal. It's like the man that bat. is pretty cool. Yeah, with like if it's a bat with two human <laughs> a t- legs, a tiny little bee with tiny little human legs, <laughs> and it just walks around. It'd be fucking awesome. I think people would be more inclined to care about the environment if that's what bees looked like i think that we need to become geneticists so we can work on this well i because th- i think there's too much of an obvious specious divide that makes us not care about the bees yeah that maybe giving them human legs will help them from going extinct or jobs where then they can have their own bee suicide for us <laughs> when they get too overwhelmed and society says they suck no stop going to be japan <laughs> Not be Japan. Not the not the forest at the base of Mount Fuji. <laughs> the the bees are so bee sad. Japan. <laughs> then you see the little bee kids on the bee subway, and you're like, how the fuck are they able to come back and not get mugged? I'm just saying, all of these random bees out here keep coming over to be United States, and they don't even have a visa. They're not allowed here, and they keep doing you it anyway. You know how hard it would be if every not pun unintended <laughs> to enforce immigration laws on a country where everybody can just fly. <laughs> if humans had wings, we'd be fucked. Well, we'd lay eggs. We're going to build a net and B-Mexico's going to pay for it. Yeah, a net. It'd be <laughs> giant. Oh, man, there's, there's a lot of things you need to think about. I thought about a cool hamster tube city in the sky, even. Just to make air traffic even worse. <laughs> Planes have to go through these tubes. They have to <laughs> dodge all of these. T- they're everywhere. <laughs> You're, they're so high as up, you can't possibly are. fly over them. Yeah. They're as prevalent as clouds, but clouds you can go through. You could just change it to what if clouds were solid. <laughs> Shit. That sucks. Then Fog? they would fall. Fog would be hell. <laughs> You're just like, whoa, we can't go anywhere today. God they, forbid the fog seeps the into the house. The starts going down and it's just crushing buildings. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. How heavy are they? They have infinite mass. Yeah, this isn't fun. Clouds are just neutron stars. Oh my god. They're, they're, they have a weird low hue. Everyone would live underground. It would be our only option. The underminer returns. For the, for the three days a year where fog is really bad, everyone would have to be underground. You'd have to live in a weird cloudless plateau. A lot more people would live in uh, Antarctica, I bet. I don't know. I think it storms in Antarctica, doesn't it? Storms, but it doesn't... It, the clouds don't ever go down. There we go. If yeah. the clouds are up there, it doesn't matter. Jolly St. Nick's got a clear <laughs> flight path until he hits the fucking... Santa killed by cloud. That would be the worst headline. <laughs> clouds suddenly solid? <laughs> <laughs> 2023, that's going to be the weird thing that happens to start off the year. Yeah. Turns out everything changes. The powers that be, or the watchers, what have you, what name you give them, are like, we can't do anything now. We were going to dust the sun, but we can't, we can't, we can't get past the clouds. The problem is, 
not the problem, it depends on who you see as the problem, but a lot of the elites that would be flying as the year changes would then never be able to land. Yeah, that's And the plane problem. would inevitably fall through a solid cloud. People would live on clouds. Cloud City. Clay would have a cloud city. Now it's kind of cool. What happens after it rains, though, and then it... <laughs> Oh, would the clouds still disappear? I would think so. I thought they were a permanent I fixture. think No, I think to give us a fair shot, they'd have to disappear. Okay. But then, like, the people living on this, that, that negates the effect of Cloud City. It's like that Han Solo song. But I really want there to be a Cloud City. And I, for some reason, I feel like the first cloud, they're going to find a cloud. They're like, this cloud's been around for a thousand years. Yeah. This one doesn't go away. This one doesn't go away. This one stays forever. And... <laughs> <laughs> There's some weird apartment pipe that was valve was opened and then immediately shut <laughs> off when the guy above you found out it made noise. He's <laughs> like, oh god, they're recording a podcast. What is, this, what is this giant pipe that runs through my living room, dude? <laughs> oh shit, it's loud. It's one of the hamster pipes. <laughs> it was releasing the pressure from inside. <laughs> Hamsters start shooting out of sense. <laughs> I like to think that we can find an old cloud, we can build a cloud city, and they're gonna name it Babylon. You know they would. You think? Yeah. What do you think they would name it? Obama. Obamalon? (laughs) Not the lawn. Get rid of the lawn. (laughs) They wouldn't name it Obama. I think you have to think of who is the coolest black person in the past 10 years. And I think everybody- Michael Jackson. Everybody would be like- Oh, that's over 10 years. Dwayne Dwayne the Rock Johnson. And then that, that whole debate on whether or not Pacific Islanders- count as black people yeah and i think i think barack obama would then be the person to step in and be like hey remember me you're on record saying that barack obama's the coolest black person in the last 10 years probably terry cruz let's be honest fuck barack obama <laughs> yeah terry, terry cruz would be the cool. leader of cloud city they'd probably call terry cruz he'd, he'd be the he'd be the president just like he was an idiocracy yeah well, if terry cruz is the president I want to live in Cloud City. Yeah, it'd be... It'd Let's be, be honest, they're probably just going to call it Cloud City. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're being fair. I was trying to think of some weird... The only... The problem is, there's a lot of problems. I, I think I go out on a limb too much by saying the only problem, because there's a lot of problems. But the... There's one problem with Cloud City. <laughs> and I was going to try to make some cumulonimbus city pun, but I don't know other types of clouds. Stratus? Stratolonimbus? I <laughs> Humulonimbus. Oh, Mr. Cloud Guy over here. <laughs> Mr. Weird Flex Cloud Guy Knowledge. The only Whoa, problem with Cloud the... City is that... Yeah, I've heard there's one problem. Could you tell me yeah, what it is? Yeah, the only problem actually... The, the problem isn't that you can't make a cloud joke. That's not the problem. <laughs> the problem is that clouds are not smooth. Like a like a paved ground. Yeah, but we'd just build a cloud steep. Yeah, I mean, you'd have to, right? The Asians are able to do it. But then it's less fun if you're not actually walking around on the cloud. And then the problem is, is, is it racist to get a bunch of fucking indentured Chinese people and have them build the steeps in the clouds? And it probably is, but I think they'd be the experts at it. A cloud City is beyond the laws of human nature. Okay, so we'd have the Chinese do it. And they'd probably turn it all into Bitcoin mining and uh, create too much smog, which coincidentally enough would then kill them because it's a solid. So, fuck them. This is my plan to mass eradicate the Chinese. Cloud, cloud City. City. 
It's perfect. Cloud City, aka Eradicate the Chinese. Yeah, it's the it's the government tag, and then it says in like basic terms. That's the redacted everything. Literally everything on the page is redacted except the title of the page is Cloud City. <laughs> like no one's allowed to see what this is. I don't know what this is, but I'm all for it if it's called Cloud City. <laughs> if it means, I was thinking about that too. So I thought about you walk like, in, you see Cloud City, and you're like, "Oh, is this the plan to eradicate the Chinese?" Or, whoa, 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 How did you whoa, whoa, whoa. know that? Shut up! <laughs> you can't say that. Did you put whiteout over the permanent marker and saw what it said. <laughs> That's how whiteout works. That's <laughs> a government whiteout works. Erases. <laughs> I like how that. That's a thing, too. The government will be like, hey, we can't release these files for hundreds of years. And it's like, like anybody gives a shit. It's like nobody's ever happy with like, hey, these JFK files are going to be released in like a thousand years. <laughs> like, oh, thank God they're willing to be open about it. <laughs> like, nobody, nobody hears that and feels good. I'm just glad they're willing to tell us. Yeah. <laughs> they, they don't have anything to hide. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> You can see these in 10,000 years. Okay, at least they're the ones taking blame. Yeah. <laughs> Just keep pushing shit off on generations of people I'll never meet. You don't know no, what happens is, hey, we'll let you see the JFK files in 100 years. Okay, so you did it. <laughs> and then these, when they release these files, everything's black, like blacked over. Yeah. You're like, why even hide this? <laughs> this is this shit. doesn't give us any yeah, other information. It says, oh, the John F. Kennedy died on this day. Wow. Thank God the government's open. About I'm this glad stuff. they clarified yeah. this. Fuck, I am gee. <laughs> That's how the government. The government sees you as clarified butter. You fucking losers. But on the way here, I was thinking about that side oatmeal, and it's like it tastes good, and you can eat way more oatmeal than you can rice to get like a bunch of carbohydrates. Uh huh. And then I thought, well, it doesn't fucking matter because there's glyphosate and everything. And the fact that that isn't talked about every day on the news of like, hey, Monsanto's fucking killing you, is weird to me. Because <laughs> it's illegal to put glyphosate on shit in Europe. And I think a lot, most of the world. In the United States is like, eh, it tastes good. <laughs> hey, what about the Kardashians? <laughs> it's very strange to me. What's Kanye West spouting this day about Hitler? And then if you look up if uh, canola oil is bad for you, there's a Mayo Clinic thing that's like, it's all right, folks. <laughs> 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 You look up a fucking chemical that's in canola oil and it's like, hey, is this bad for you? And it's like, hey, this is extremely toxic. And it's like, whoop. What are we doing, number one clinic in the world? Well, I mean, what are we doing? you got to have the thought process of a chemist. You know, if you if you eat sodium, you're going to die. But if you eat salt, you're going to be fine. Nice. If you ingest chlorine, you're going to die. But if you eat salt, you're going to be fine. i tell you what happened. I got my blood drawn because, uh, not by an artist of my choosing, of one that Mayo picked. <laughs> so Mayo's so it like, like shit. Mayo's like, oh, we got this brand new guy and he's got to practice, so he's going to draw your blood. Yeah. Did it turn out well? No. It just looks like a red blotch. Yeah, it's not even colored. <laughs> it's just, he's like, we use grayscale at the clinic. Yeah, you're like, what is this? A picture from the 40s? You didn't even shade it. What very is this? Well. A silent film? <laughs> <laughs> what is this picture of my blood? A silent film? <laughs> As I think with all paintings in black and white. <laughs> this is absurd. What is this? A silent film? But I got a thing and it said here, whatever, blood glucose is 100. And then my doctor's like, you have pre-diabetes, blah, 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 blah. And I said like, just another thing on a list of things that yeah, are wrong with you. And I you. said, hey, fucker. <laughs> 
I told the lady. To the artist or to the doctor? To the doctor. Okay. I said, I told the lady that drew my blood that I had eaten 20 minutes prior to this. It's not a fasting blood test, you idiot. If Does this change anything? If so, how? And then whenever I send a message, because my doctor does not like me, and he knows <laughs> that I don't. I think it's more of a he knows I don't like him. Somebody else will respond that I'll have never have talked to again. It's yeah. like, hi, I'm part of his team, blah, blah, blah. And it says, like, recommend exercise and diet and blah, blah, blah. And it says, 100's the normal range for people that aren't fasting for blood glucose or whatever. It's like, yeah, no shit, I know that. Why do you... What, <laughs> Why do you know, think I asked about yeah, it? Yeah, and it's like, we still recommend diet and exercise to people. It's like, this isn't... I want to have a conversation with somebody, not have this shit peddled to me. And I don't I don't like this. Hey, here's a problem. And then they highlight something, paste it, and send it people's way. It's like, I don't, I don't feel the, that you care. <laughs> I, I just, I don't buy into it. And I'm hoping it's different in other hospitals. I'm hoping I, I there is a weird so. thing. Yeah, you're probably right. But in my heart, I'm like, maybe Mayo's busy enough to where they have to act like this. I don't think that's the case. Yeah. It's probably like you just have to lock out and get a really decent doctor. Otherwise, you're kind of shucked. Maybe the next time you plan to remove my blood and put it onto a little tiny glass plate, put it under a microscope and look at it and draw it, you, <laughs> you should warn me beforehand. That way there's not little breadcrumbs in my blood. I also thought it was only going to be my testosterone being checked because it said, hey, you have your blah, 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 whatever. And it lo- allowed me to schedule the thing. And it's like, I've had this done at one p.m. before and then my doctor bitched of like hey this uh doesn't make sense because your testosterone's highest in the morning so you have to do it as early as possible and it's like how many pe- how many people are able to schedule their own thing and then not know that and then have to schedule another one after being told hey these results don't work do you really want to take the test when it's the highest wouldn't you want to uh, take it when it's the, the lowest insurance companies want you to take it when it's the highest then they don't have to cover it it's like how they expand the range of like i want to say the range used to be like 400 to 900 for normal testosterone and the fact that there's uh, it declines with age also is like this should there should be separate ranges for age anyway. Yeah. But now the normal range is like two eighty to nine hundred. So <laughs> anything the insurance companies can get to not pay for insurance covered testosterone treatment. Right. Yeah. So they push for that, and then they're like, "Hey, you have to do it in the morning." Blah blah blah. It's like, what happens if I, like, the rest of the day I have symptoms of low testosterone and I feel like shit? They're like, well, you know, at least you feel good in the morning. <laughs> Fuck you, buddy. <laughs> oh, things are sham. <laughs> but it, the whole glyphosate thing is, it's just, it's the things that are on the news. Is it's, it's just amazing to me. And I'm trying to figure out, of like, what's preventing most people from doing anything. And I think it's the weird debt slavery shit that people are in. But even then, it's They can't like, put stuff like that on the news because the newscasters don't know how to pronounce glyphosate. Could be. Because I was shocked that people started covering the thing of uh, Roundup has that ongoing lawsuit or whatever, Monsanto. Yeah. Because like, hey, Roundup causes cancer and like fucking everybody. <laughs> and it's like, if you've got anal seepage in the past five years, <laughs> why spraying Roundup in your ass? You're, you're compensated. It's, I did not know this and I have some people to message. <laughs> yeah, time to make some money. <laughs> it just, it feels good. It, there's a little burn to it, you With know? the amount of pests that are in my large intestine i figured it was the best choice <laughs> the amount of vermin that crawl in there throughout the day yeah that's why not just, yeah i have i had a reason to do it uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> yep. yep it wasn't just because of some weird pleasure burning i like it wasn't because i accidentally sprayed it on my hand once and like i was like ooh, that might feel good somewhere else Ooh, that might feel good internally and then it says do not ingest and i'm like well i don't have to ingest it to put it inside me <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't say 
anywhere in the instructions, do not spray up your butthole. Please do not ingest, but may rub on gums. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can get down with this pesticide. Yeah, what if I just kind of swill it around in my mouth and then spit it out? Ooh, <laughs> I'm not ingesting. Ooh, you're taunting <laughs> the label? Yeah. I, I'm not ingesting. You clearly it. already have schizophrenia from the amount of... You've rubbed on your gums and <laughs> swished it in your mouth. Look at me, I'm not breaking the rules. Don't get in your eye, but what if I rub it on my eyelids? <laughs> and people are comparing the bullshit about canola oil of like, hey, it doesn't kill you immediately. Basically what they're saying of like, you can drink antifreeze and feel pretty good right afterwards. It's like... I think antifreeze is supposed to actually taste pretty. It's sweet, it's right? sweet, yeah. That's why it's it's muy bien. Yeah, because that, that one... people. That one on the label... drink, listeners... <laughs> It's what you want to kill random animals with that pollute your farm. Yeah, you I am put very a... familiar with that. Yeah. I do that or all the time. Or your neighbors. Hey, very happy May Day. That's coming up. Yeah, I always, uh, <laughs> I actually, I, I bought a can resealer recently. Which... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I'll, of like, course. I'll like pop open and I'll drink, you know, a Mountain Dew or something like that. And then I'll. I'll fill it back up. I bought a can <laughs> recently. That's <laughs> <laughs> so good. So I'll take, you know, however many sips of Mountain Dew, and then uh, I'll dump some antifreeze into it, and then I'll reseal the can. And, well, obviously, you I'll know. Give it to kids. Then I, no, Just then I, then I, I wipe down the, the can. Obviously, I don't want to spread germs, so I yeah. wipe down the can and stuff like that. Yeah, you wear gloves, too, while handling everything. Yeah, I, just, I don't. I, I'm a, I'm a big germaphobe, you yeah. know. So I, I don't want people sharing with my, uh, you know, drinks. So uh, I do what I can to not get any like splashback. Like I'll I'll take the can and you know I'll pour it into a different cup before I drink it and stuff like that. Just because I don't want any spit back and stuff like that. Oh, it's no. it's gross. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Anyway, I'll pour some antifreeze in there. I'll reseal the can and then I'll hand it out to random people. Sometimes I'll be like, Hey, you look like you need a drink. You want a, a sealed Mountain Dew that I couldn't have possibly done anything yeah. with? I say that to the them. The resealer's in your back pocket? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then every once in a while, I will, uh, the guy that lives above me, I, I just I just leave a can there with a note that's like, hey, have a great day, you know? Have a diddly good doodah day, neighbor! Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, well, I don't say neighbor, I say, uh, have a great day. Dad. Yours always, oh. <laughs> Janice. <laughs> course janice <laughs> and uh i guess he takes it because he, he he drinks it and then whenever he opens the pipe upstairs for a split second i, I think that's him he uh, does it a couple of times a day yeah to see what it does yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> he thinks the purpose of the pipe changes given the time of day <laughs> he's doing so he's in the experimental phase uh but I, I think before he does that, he, he takes some drinks of the Mountain Dew, and I don't know. I think he's getting sick, but I'm in my own experimental phase, you know? I'm just trying to figure out the best venue to give out cans of Mountain Dew antifreeze to people. Uh, I do I think a be, lot. I think it'd be a lot easier and uh, to get away with, too, if you just left them in public. Uh, I go a lot to uh, the Twin Cities. Okay. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of like musical venues or concerts or Clubs, whatever yeah. and i'll just hang out out front with a, a bunch of them 
I have a little thing that's like a metal box, and then it straps around my neck like people handing out hot dogs oh, at a yeah, baseball at the, game. Yeah, yeah, and then I just have a bunch peanuts of, here. I have a bunch of Mountain Dews, and I, I just go around and I yell peanuts here. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, "How much for it?" And I said, uh, "It's it's donation based. So like, I'll give you one if you want to give me something. You can give me whatever you want. If you don't want to, it's fine. Whatever. Um, just whatever you feel like giving." Yeah. And uh, I hand out a lot. And everybody, I don't get anything. I'm and sure. a lot of people do not pay me. Yeah. I would like gas money. <laughs> I, do, I do have to drive up here yeah. from Rochester. How much for these? I brought these from home. This is, it's an hour drive <laughs> here and back. How so. much for these? Your life. You wink. <laughs> How much for these? Well, all, I, all, I, all I'll say is Mountain Dew's a little addictive and I think you'll be coming back for more yeah. because my Mountain Dew these are is so, better. These are so good, you'll want you want to get your stomach pumped afterwards. You're going <laughs> to drink so, so many. drink it again. Yeah. This, that's what I do. I drink something really good and I get my stomach pumped and then I drink. <laughs> Sometimes I like to lie about what I have ingested to the hospital just to get that euphoric feeling of getting my stomach pumped. Yeah. And then I uh, recently I just bought a stomach acid remover. Oh. Yeah, which removes stomach acid from liquids. Okay. Yeah, and then it makes it taste good again. Smart. And then I reseal it and then I sell it. <laughs> But removing the stomach acid, I feel like, removes the germs. We gotta find a mid-pod topic to talk about. Go ahead. Um, Be my, um... Literally be my guest. You are the guest this episode, actually. Let's look up, um... I am the host, and you are the guest. So you find the list. Yeah, here here we go. This is, I guess this is... I don't know what... This is a bonus episode, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Hidden in the real episode. (laughs) This this is probably one that, uh... I think you you would really like to answer. Okay. As uh, what what do people misunderstand about you the most? Uh, nothing. They understand me perfectly. I'm very clear. That says it's not an option to mm. answer. You need to pick something. This it isn't a, says this isn't, that. It says it says in parentheses. It says they can't see. They can't say an answer that's akin to my only weakness is not having any. Oh, like that job interview answer. Yeah. Okay, um, things that people, the thing that people most uh, misunderstand about me is probably, uh, everything. <laughs> oh. <laughs> if I can't say nothing. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's literally, it's the opposite. My, my only weakness is everything. That's, no, that's. My own, my, my strength is my superfluous amount of weaknesses. <laughs> <laughs> You're in an interview and they're I mean, like, they're like, what? What is probably your greatest weakness? And you go, oh, let me tell you, I'm not good at anything. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really bad at cardinal directions. I mean, do you have an answer for that question? It is a stupid question. I'm uncomfortable. How am I supposed to answer that? This is the first interview question on personal questions. You asked an interview question? No, it's a podcast interview question. Great. And the first one is shit. (laughs) Okay. Well, the next one's uh, gonna be good, though. Probably, probably my height. That's what people misunderstand about you. Yeah. I don't even know what that means. What's <laughs> <laughs> the problem? <laughs> what, do people, what do people understand about you? <laughs> Reverse the question. What's something people really understand about you? I think I'm pretty clear when I say things. Yeah, but what's the most? What are you most clear about? <laughs> I'm very clear about uh, every time I pee, 
I I'm staring directly at my stream to look at the color, and I want that baby as yellow as possible. You want to be as dehydrated as possible. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. So something people I think we both say misunderstand about you is why don't you accept drinks from them? Because they're they see that you're clearly dehydrated. Because <laughs> I want to be as dehydrated as possible while still technically being healthy. Man, that's that's a fine line. It's a it's a balance for sure, but yeah, I've gotten there. And a, I always a, have a headache. That's a pH balance. <laughs> <laughs> what do people misunderstand about you the most? Oh, we're still asking that I question. I just I want to understand this is all it's, of the questions. This is the episode. I'm just trying to I don't know. What's what do you think what do you think somebody would say? I don't have any conceivable that's answer. That's a question people ask. And then twos, what's your favorite childhood memory? That's a normal question. Why do you start off with one? Well, I don't have a childhood memory. You don't have an childhood memory. No. Nope. A single one. Uh, the uh, earliest childhood memory is probably from third grade. Yeah. Is that is that childhood still? Yeah, I would say so. Okay. And it's not really, I don't wouldn't say it's a good memory. Oh, I bet it's good. It's third grade silent reading. Ooh. And, uh. What is my, what, what is this? Silent reading, a silent movie? (laughs) (laughs) So it's 30 minutes of silent reading every day in class. And I had a book from the library. Instead of reading it, I was like kind of daydreaming Thumbing? and, and do, I was I was making my own I was reading my own mind story. Yeah. One day the uh, and I'd flip the page every once in a while and stuff like that. And I'm like staring at the book, you know. One day the teacher comes over and she's like, "I don't think you're actually reading." God, she was a bitch. I'm sorry. But she was like the <laughs> worst third grade teacher out of everyone. And I said, "Yeah, I'm reading." Can you can't you see me flipping the page? Yeah. <laughs> Why would I flip the page if I'm not reading? It's not like my book is upside down. I look. It's like, no, it's not. Okay. Also, why is it her job? How about, shouldn't the 30 minutes of silent reading, like a good 30 minute study hall for the teachers to get their shit done? Shouldn't you not be watching the fucking kids? Right. Uh, but yeah, so she's like, I don't think you're reading. And I said, yeah, of course I'm reading. And she, she took the book from me <laughs> yeah. and she said, what's it about? And I, <laughs> she's like, she's like, you're so, if you're reading it and you're on page 120, then what's the first 120 pages you're about? You're silent reading a book that big. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, as I do. Puke. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, what's the book about? And I, uh, had read, you know, a couple pages, so I knew the characters and stuff like yeah. that. And I kind of just made up a story. She goes, all right. <laughs> she's like, she, <laughs> she didn't, she didn't know what the book was about either. Fuck. And I took that bet. <laughs> I took the bet of, like, you've never read Jeremy's Day Off. (laughs) It would have been fun to double down and be like, ha, that's not what it's about. You're the liar. You're the bad example. You didn't read. Yeah. What are you doing (laughs) your silent reading for? (laughs) What are you doing during silent reading? Watching me? Uh, Pervert. I would. This is a stretch, but I was trying to think. It takes a while. Also, to... Yeah, that's my only memory. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking awesome. Uh, this isn't really childhood, but it was ninth grade for summer school. And the first lunch break you got, you will immediately walk out the door and every kid pulls out cigarettes from their pocket. <laughs> it's like, I am not where I belong. <laughs> that's probably one of the most cool recess the movie TM. Randall Weems, fuck. Uh <laughs> <laughs> memories i don't know that's a pretty good child and i know it's ninth grade so it's like man that's is it it's on the threshold of up and coming tweenster to adult really because in ninth grade i was you're like uh during- i'm in college <laughs> <laughs> look at me 
No, I wasn't a pretty advanced math class. <laughs> but uh, I didn't do a single thing of math homework in seventh or eighth grade math. <laughs> and they still passed me. Because in seventh grade, I'm like, there's no way they'll let you go. And then they passed me. And I'm like, oh, two years in a row. And then they just keep sending you forward. <laughs> <laughs> they so don't. They stupid. don't care. Nobody cared. They can't let leave a student behind. No, not allowed. My experience for ninth grade lunch was just specifically sitting by the table that was closest to the garbage can, and then anytime anyone was walking to the garbage can to dump their food, I was like, "Hey, I'll take it." I told my girlfriend a couple days ago the thing that you would do with the universal remote thing. Yeah, that's fucking hilarious. (laughs) It was the most throughout the school. There was random televisions. I don't know if a lot of schools have this or not. I'm sure more probably do now. I'm hoping they're better because I feel like they were kind of box TV in the corner esque, and then I think eventually they must have replaced them with thinner modern TVs. Yeah, they did. Yeah, but well, it was the box TVs were in each classroom, and then the thinner TVs were around the school. Another cookie. And, yeah, so I would go around and just for fun during lunch sometimes, you know, there's always a supervisor and the TVs are always just kind of on. But they're on, like, the school news channel of, like, silently... Sixth grade teacher caught touching girl (laughs) every day. You're like, God damn it, this is a big story. (laughs) (laughs) It just silently runs through, like, news, you know? It's not like a lot of TV shows where they have a school news where the students go on and do that. You know, it's it's just silent words that are kind of cycling through. And I would change the channel to, like, cartoons or something like that. And the supervisor's like, what the heck? I didn't see anyone touch that TV. What in the goddamn? (laughs) (laughs) And I would do that in in classes sometimes, too, because you could use the universal remote to turn off the projectors. Really? Yeah. So every once in a while, the teacher would be doing something, and I'd just flip out, flip out my phone and turn off the projector. This is before everyone knew you could have a universal remote on your phone. <laughs> that concludes the mid-pod pod. <laughs> Congratulations. Was that worth it? I think so. You couldn't just have that be an actual bonus episode? Nope. You want me to just cut that out into a bonus episode? Nope. Yeah, we're really struggling on the amount of bonus episodes we have here. That right? is correct. There's like a lot. 50,000 bonus it's episodes. It's harder for us to record those. There was like the third to last bonus episode that we did of I said something and it's like, good fuck. That was like the second week of October. That was nine years ago <laughs> yeah. that I said that. I said that in fourth grade, where you were nine years ago. <laughs> you remember nine years ago when you were in fourth grade? I'm almost done with this cookie, and we can get back to the episode. That's what I'm really excited. I'm excited for that. Actually, scratch that. I'm ecstatic. Yeah? Did you hear the, the listeners? Did you hear the... Sc- I scratched the table. Ooh. Probably you just heard the microphone move a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now that I think about it. Your plosive thing is perfectly angled to hide the bees away from everybody because you don't have it in front of you. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, don't do it. Sorry. Don't do it. Sorry. I'm sorry. Mrs. Obama, get down. I am sorry. Okay. Uh, I'm going to get some apple juice. Not the orange juice, you fucking phoner. No, I'm going to get That's some- That's a loner and a- uh, 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 there's a, uh, um... Okay, you contemplate that, uh, man. I'm gonna go. Uh, probably, like, freak, and then, um, phony. 
You're a freaky phony loner. You phoner. Yeah. That's not apple juice, that's an orange apple. If I've ever seen one. Oh, now he's doing a jig. An underwater jig. <laughs> an, underwater, an underwater jig that's not meant for fishing. Help, I can't breathe. <laughs> I don't think you need to sing. I think you could have just danced and not taken a breath and been able to do an underwater jig. But your giant gulp of air is what really did you in. Oh, he's spilling it everywhere. Comically. What is this, Back to the Future? <laughs> of course it is. Who's the, who's the non-paraplegic from that, that thing? Yeah, it's weird how much you have to shake it. You have to shake it every time, it seems. It settles way too quickly. And whatever that is, I don't know. Okay, what's up? Uh, who is the, who's, who plays Doc from, uh... Doc Brown! Yeah, but who's, yeah, that guy. That's who, his, that's his name. That's his name? Real guy. Doc Brown. Doc what's his doctorate in? Colors? No, his first name is Doc. Wouldn't that be a racist thing to have a fucking doctorate in? They got rid of that one really quickly after the MLK thing. <laughs> my, I major in psychology and my doctorate is in, uh, colors. How is that racist? Because it's racist. Is it? We're a color. Other people I, are colors. Okay, when you say doctorate in color, like, I guess I'm thinking color theory. Color theory. Yeah. Is it orange or yellowish red? Yeah, like anybody's <laughs> gonna go to school that long for that. No, it's like uh, different colors are associated with different moods and elicit different emotions. Sure, what? curtains are blue. Just listen to that. I'm fucking just saying, I have my doctorate. I have shit show. I have my doctorate in color theory. Yeah, you have, a, you have another degree, so it's a long. Care. I never told you about. That. <laughs> no, no wonder you hit it. You, you were right to do so. I thought you would call you me racist, racist, and I was right. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> I didn't want that. Well, are black people really that color? Jeez. <laughs> That's what you want to bring up in today's day and the age? The color black elicits anger. <laughs> Strong emotions. That could be Oh, a, no. Black people are really the victims of themselves. And if white people looked like that, we'd be yeah, but, fighting each other. But the color white elicits emptiness and loneliness. That's so. why Finnish people kill themselves so much, because they're, <laughs> they're around other white. Finnish people, and they're in the snow. The perfect white is an eggshell white. Yeah, nice, a little Mediterranean. You need a little bit of an Italian John Stamos Greek you need, hue. Yeah, you need a tint of color in Yeah, there. a little bit of a Mykolos hue. <laughs> I had some Mikolost the other day. <laughs> I Jesus hate Christ! You. <laughs> what, what? I mean, that was <laughs> four seconds of one episode <laughs> six months ago. <laughs> it's the most Greek thing that's ever been said. Probably the most obscure joke I've ever called <laughs> back to. I just think it'd be really funny for you to go to like the president and be like, "I know how to stop all crime." We just gotta bleach up a bunch of black people. It's their, it's their, it's not their fault. It's their brain fighting against them. And you're it's, like, this, this isn't a good hill to die on. I don't know how you got this degree, but I don't think you're using it correctly. I, I think we need to not even legalize, but mandatorize white face. <laughs> it's like the how we we forcibly trained the. Native Americans to quit scalping each other and the white man. Yeah, we couldn't teach him to quit smoking. <laughs> or drinking. Yeah. That's the real saddest story. Baby shoes always It's warm. pronounced sadist. That's that's one of the... I think that's an easy, easy one-up to Hemingway's saddest story. Baby <laughs> shoes always worn of a baby that never grows up. <laughs> what? <laughs> he never grows out of his shoes. 
It's a man with baby feet. Baby <laughs> shoes always worn. <laughs> the saddest story ever told. Baby shoes always worn. <laughs> baby shoes always on. It's him. <laughs> You can't tell me that would be... I don't take a dead baby over a fucking 35-year-old baby. What are you going to do with a 35? It doesn't grow out of the worst stage. See, that's your version of the saddest story. My saddest story, Coco Melon Baby stepped on. Oh. <laughs> that's... What they don't you, tell What you? happens next is extremely sad. <laughs> it's a watch mojo. Familicide. <laughs> Yeah, it's a watch of top ten <laughs> top things ten that can saddest happen. Saddest stories. <laughs> the sickest child toy are ones that don't have an on and off switch because they make fucking noise, which already is unnecessary. Baby scan here. And then it's it's the ones that instead of having an on and off switch, they have a cover for the battery, but then there's a screw. Yeah. You're like, who is this? I Just let the kids swallow the battery. I don't care. Just don't have a battery in a baby toy. Yeah. Do they need to make noise? Apparently all of them do. It's like... That's what they don't tell you. When you're creating a toy, you're in a toy factory and you're designing a toy. Yeah. It should be your civil duty before that goes into production to make sure that toy is going to be as unannoying as possible. No, it needs to be so hyper-stimulating. Everybody has ADHD by the time they're 10. Because everything's so hyper-stimulating. Yeah. If we just gave kids rocks... And then you can give kids math. That's what they don't tell you. It's probably the same fucking people that make children's toys are like, hey, let's push Adderall on this eight-year-old because you can't focus. Because <laughs> every toy is not like a Coco Melon Speed Racer. <laughs> That's my favorite from the Coco Melon series. <laughs> That's much better than Coco Melon Vin Diesel. There's also I learned all of the all of the Coco re- Melon Vin Diesel. All of the really fast racing movies. <laughs> There's a Coco Melon Coco version. Melon Kick Batowski. <laughs> speaking of speed. Yeah. Yeah, speaking of speed, do you have some? Oh, no, that's what they say. That's what the toy companies say. Which, conveniently enough, all the engineers that, not really, you don't need to be a creative genius to think of another fucking Coco Melon toy idea. We've already done nine. But there's that weird... That weird one that looks like a 2002 video game cutscene, and that's the whole show. Apparently, every adult thinks like that. <laughs> of like this animation's haunting. It's very uncanny valley esque, but kids don't know enough to pick up on that it's shit. You Which I think is how I got through a lot of early video games in the 2000s. Because watching people play the original Shrek game that was on the GameCube and then like the original Xbox, yeah. you're like, holy fuck, kill me. <laughs> and then even if you go back to like old baseball games which are like okay there's no way you'll really be disgusted with how this looks no it's, it's three polygons pretty, yeah they're pretty bad even the 2005 2006 ones you're like jesus <laughs> i was an idiot kid you know what's the scariest show i've ever seen other than courage the cowardly dog it's called masha the bear masha yeah that sounds russian it is it's definitely russian fuck and they dub it into english and they don't even try to match it with the movement of the mouth at all. And oh, yeah, there's tons of kids shows like that, and it's disgusting. It's, and it, it's just the way it's animated. It's the scariest looking thing I've ever... It's made me so uncomfortable to even be in the same room as that show. Oh, God. The kid looks Russian. Of course, it's Netflix picks it up. There is a good kid show, which is... It's always fun to find, you know, things you like. <laughs> it's, it's called The Octonauts. Okay. Fucking best show I have ever seen. 
and the kids really enjoy it. And it's like if you can if you can push heavily push Octonauts, I think parents can. It's like I'm not sure what age kids would get into SpongeBob. It'd be better if kids fucking watch SpongeBob now instead of Octonauts. But I think yeah. people compare it to like Star Trek of these cool little animals with helmets and shit. <laughs> go on little underwater adventures and stuff or above water i think sometimes i like uh, it when uh companies put care and effort into making a child show no this one's amazing good to an adult it's really interesting and they pick out animals you've never heard of and they tell you like little facts about them. you're like fucking and then they do creature reports Ooh, a good creature report to like end your day Ooh. <clears throat> It's the kind of show where you would be embarrassed to tell people you watch it, but so you're like always secretly like, okay, where are the kids so that we can watch this show? Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, you want to watch Octonauts? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah! Oh, thank God. <laughs> I can't just turn this on when they're in the other room. I need to. I need to. Find you do that. You turn it on. They're in the other room. Someone walks in. You're like, they were watching it. It's worse than being caught masturbating. It's watching <laughs> Octonauts alone. <laughs> Weird. You're really pumped up and you're getting excited. Weird child dream show. It's got to be. Creature report, creature report. Is it that? It looks, it, I think so. Sophie, that's, maybe it's not this. It, it looks disgusting. Fia show. Oh man, I'm on Google. I'm not even on fucking Brave. I'm getting, let's see. <laughs> Princess, is this it? Oh, please be it. Yeah. It's a Disney show? There's no way. There's no Everything's a way. Disney show. What are you talking about? It looks like that, and it's way worse on Netflix. Oh my god. Yeah, it, it doesn't look human. It's all Uncanny Valley. Okay, so the, luckily the show's fucking over. Which is like, why do people, why do kids still watch it? What's going on there? You can watch the same episode over and over again. It's the Spongebob theory. At least show the kids the fucking Sopranos. Let's start them <laughs> off with something good. I don't know. I'm sorry, but if your child's not watching Game of Thrones by four... Yeah. <laughs> They re- have they really lived? You might as well just put them down. We want to get them ahead of the curve. Yeah, we want them to when they're when they start going to school, they they need to be the cool kid and be like, "Hey, guess what? I've seen season six of Game of Thrones. Awful." Yeah, <laughs> guess who just saw Daenerys Targaryen? Yeah, getting fucked <laughs> last night. Me, kindergarten. Yeah, <laughs> grabs the teacher by the collar of their shirt. Got sunglasses on. Winter is coming. And on his name tag, it says winter. <laughs> He's got sunglasses on. His hair is slicked back. He's got a toothpick in his mouth. Yeah. He goes, hey, teach. This kid's fucking cool. <laughs> she goes, you can't talk like that. He goes, I can do whatever I want. Then he slaps her. <laughs> she has to call the principal because there's a really cool kid in her class. No, he, he almost slaps her and then he stops and then he, he kind of like, like pats her cheek yeah. a little bit. And he goes, I'd never hit a woman. <laughs> <laughs> he straightens out his shirt and he walks casually back to his seat. And then a bunch of the teachers are like, he's so dreamy. <laughs> this is a this is a teacher's fuck more kids than priests moment. Gotta put that on the airwaves. Students want to be him. Teachers want to be with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's perfect. That's if my kid isn't that. <laughs> yeah. Be the cool teacher fucking kid. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I was just going to go. <laughs> uh, who is that down by the river? Oh, that's Teacher Fucking Kid. It sounds like <laughs> his rival name. That's his name. Yeah. He, he's <laughs> he's like 10% Native American. Yeah. Uh, I was just going to go home and play some uh, Grand Theft Auto 5. Some Wii. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
kids are like, what? My mom bought me Wii Bowling. He I very, don't know if you've heard of it. He's got already adult motion controls. <laughs> what? He's so mature. My dad lets me use the uh, wheel when we're playing Mario Kart. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Teacher fucking kid. Oh. <laughs> That's how he raises it when he's he has, like six. He gets an eight. It's a fucking. They put some bullshit hard math problem like two plus three minus five or whatever, and he he gets really excited because he knows it, and he goes, "Oh, Joe, I know, I know who's that. I don't even have to turn around. What's the answer, teacher? Fucking kid. It's his full first name. That's just his first name." Yeah. Teacher fucking kid. Smith. <laughs> He's got the coolest last name. Yeah, the most white. He's 90% Mormon. <laughs> 10% um, Iroquois. The perfect human. They're like, hey, what's what's going on today, Teach? He goes, that is not my name. <laughs> <laughs> He's very adamant that you use his full name. Yeah. Do not shorten my name. That is not the name that my you- parents proudly gave me. I wear that with honor. You can call me Winter <laughs> if you want, <laughs> but I would prefer it if you didn't. Call me Winter. Hey, Teach, Winter's coming. Not again. It's like him announcing a bathroom break. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's perfectly potty trained, but he has just raging amounts of testosterone he just gets up in the middle of class and starts walking towards the door and the teacher goes what uh where are you going he goes winter's coming yeah (laughs) okay you go take care of that winter's the teacher next door in about five minutes (laughs) (laughs) the teacher starts swooning yeah (sighs) it's boss baby except he fucks <laughs> He's way cooler. <laughs> Fuck you, big baby. <laughs> He's such a cool kid that he doesn't have to be smart. He gets around that. No one knows whether he's smart or not because that's how cool he is. Yeah. He's already the star quarterback of football team in high school. They notice when he answers questions correctly, but they don't even pay attention to when he for, he when he doesn't raise his hand to answer a question. That's you know? the weird way actually really successful people think. Of they just do not remember their failures, they only remember their successes. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Teach your fucking kids already got it. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since he was three that he's had this mentality. Ever since he gained his namesake. Since the day he was born. <laughs> oh, teach your fucking kid. <laughs> You were lost. (laughs) He was born, and the first thing that they did when the doctors handed him over to his mom is she she took a tiny bit of oil and slicked back his three hairs. (laughs) And ever since that day, he puts on those fed reflecting sunglasses. (laughs) He's got some. She's got the tiniest little aviator glasses. (laughs) From this day forth, teach your fucking kid to the principal's (laughs) office. Nice. (laughs) He's really excited. Everyone's like, yeah, yeah, go get him. Instead of, hey, can you come to the principal's office? Everyone's like, ooh. Yeah. Everyone's like, yeah, woohoo. The the principal's like, hey, I just wanted to thank you for being cool. Thank you for fucking that teacher across the hall. (laughs) She's annoying. (laughs) She's she's been much nicer to work with ever since. Yeah, she seems a lot. You have to calm down. (laughs) She's calmed down a lot. She's calmed down. Why do you call her Winter? (laughs) 
like two dudes talking. <laughs> so they're kind of sitting there in silence for a couple seconds. He goes, why do you call her Winter? <laughs> just thinking about that. <laughs> you know the show, Game of Thrones? Holy shit. That's fucking Wait, cool. Wait, you've seen that? Oh my god. So you're saying... How do you pay for HBO Max? <laughs> <laughs> she pays for it? No way. <laughs> How do you afford HBO Max? Well, uh, I don't know if, you know, any of the other kids' parents are this cool, but uh, my parents pay me $10 a week to empty the dishwasher. So... <laughs> <laughs> I don't even put the dishes back. I just dump them I on the I put them on the counter. I just see him swiping them on the floor and then grabbing a $10 they don't bill care. and leaving. <laughs> Why do we pay this fucking kid? His mom is standing there. He swipes them all on the ground. She's holding $10 and her face is like in shock and awe. He, he jumps just, and grabs he just, it. Yeah, he just jumps. He grabs it and he casually walks over and inserts it into the HBO Max machine <laughs> that they have that he can, so he can pay for it in cash. <laughs> He pays every week. The dad's like, I know positive reinforcement and everything, but how do we benefit from this? <laughs> we have to pick up broken dishes can, every can, week. Can we try negative reinforcement once? Can I just hit him? <laughs> can we spank him yeah. one time? You know his name in school. You know we can't You do know that. we can't hit teacher fucking kid. <laughs> <laughs> did your parents hit you when you were younger? He goes, yeah, they did all the time. She goes, and look how you turned out. Did you get hit as a kid and got hit with bricks? <laughs> <laughs> and and look at you, you're a failure. He will not be like his dad. <laughs> he goes, yeah. I heard the teacher across the hall has a nickname of Winter. <laughs> wish my name was Winter. <laughs> you don't wish your name was Winter, Autumn. <laughs> that's, that's her, she's got a normal name. Seasonal name. <laughs> You're happy with your your maiden name, Autumn Spring. You know you are. Summer (laughs) Fall. Autumn Spring, Summer (laughs) Fall. Spring, Summer Falls is the family name, the clan name. (laughs) They're both they're both Native American, but he's only ten percent. There's some weird missionary sex position pun excluded thing going on. Got hit with bricks. Yeah, as kid. <laughs> as kid. Got hit with bricks as kid. <laughs> I was wondering where you were. Smith. That's <laughs> <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Autumn, spring, summer, fall, Smith. It's hyphenated. She, she's like, I, I can't lose my last name. Yeah. I'm proud of it, you know? Yeah. But I do wish my name was Winter. <laughs> <laughs> You don't know what you're saying. I'm just saying I wish he'd make me come. <laughs> I was like, Jesus. Like, you, do, you know exactly what yeah. you're saying. Never I've mind. Seen, you understand it. And you I've don't seen get how Game of Thrones. Up it is. I'm the one that wanted him to watch Game of Thrones. Yeah, remember? who do you think paid for his HP? Who do you think's $10 that is? <laughs> he goes, it's, it's mine. Oh. You don't, have a, you don't have a job, Autumn. Spring, summer, fall smooth. He's <laughs> her full name every time. You don't have a job, Autumn Spring Summer Fall Smith. Which one of you is Mrs. Spring Summer Fall Smith? That'd be an annoying teacher to have. Speak about teacher names. You're gonna be with Mrs. Spring Summer Fall Smith this year. SSFS. Can we can we shorten that to Miss Spring? No, super, she doesn't like that. Super special effects sound. There's something about that family where they really don't like when you shorten their names. No. 
I don't know where that comes from. It's a weird amount of pride they based have the on the longest am- names. Based on the amount of time it takes up in a conversation to say somebody's name, they are on the top of the pyramid. <laughs> she's a she's a first grade teacher, and when you say your name, if you screw it up, she just kind of ignores you. Yeah, she's like, oh, uh, sorry, I didn't know you were talking to me. <laughs> you were talking to the. Miss- I thought you were talking to Miss Spring Summer Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Not me, because I'm not that. I'm uh, my name is Miss Autumn Spring Summerfall Smith, and you know you have it. Have to say her first name. <laughs> she really she, she doesn't like to say it, but she really does like her first name. She's very spiteful. It's not uh, sequential of like it'd be perfect. If it was winter, spring, summer, fall, Smith, but she hates that it's autumn. Yeah, both because it doesn't make sense with the order, and because she's not coming. <laughs> She's like, why did my parents... It was so obvious. Yeah. <laughs> you were going to name me after a season. After my clitoral mutilation. <laughs> Thanks, mom and dad. That's their names. It's <laughs> <laughs> basic. Yeah. Mom and dad. Spring, summer, fall. Smith. That's Smith. That's Smith. <laughs> what? It's weird. It's weird forced marriages. <laughs> So she didn't hyphenate her name. She said, I'm just keeping my last name. Well, it was a different Smith that she married into. (laughs) But she wouldn't just get rid of part of her last name. No, I don't know why she did. Spite. (laughs) Probably probably just spite. Yeah, probably. She she was mad because her name isn't Winter. Thanks, Autumn. (gasps) You can't call me that. I'm going to tell Miss Spring, Summer, Fall Smith on you. (laughs) No, don't. Where's teacher fucking kid? I need him to kick some ass. <laughs> and take some names. Yeah. And I'm all out, out of, of bubble ass. gum. <laughs> <laughs> Two different paths. <laughs> Two funny jokes. Yeah, but mine was <laughs> fun gooder. Yeah, you think? Mm-hmm. Welcome, Pringles. Didn't they used to have ads on TV for Pringles chips? Prob- probably. Right? When was the last time They probably saw? had ads on TV for every chips. Pringles. You can't fit your hand into the can. <laughs> That's the whole thing. Let's see. Pringles ad 2022. See, it's a popular thing. No one's ever even dipped their onions in sour cream, but we like the flavor. Well, maybe the problem Pringles isn't doing ads in 2022 is because they're a minute 30 long. You think I have a director's cut edition of Lord of the Rings time to watch a fucking chip can ad? I fucking don't. Pringles Scorchin'. This is a Pringles podcast now. Nice. Is it like. Their daughter is a very good kisser. <laughs> it's the whole ad. It's a, it's a Jewish boy talking to a black dad. He's gonna get killed. What is this ad? He's eating Pringles scorch and chips and just... <laughs> you crave the uncomfortable. Try spicy Pringles scorching. <laughs> That's fucking sick. That's a good ad. Pringles scorching, big fan. There's literally two lines in that entire commercial. It's 35 it's seconds like, long. Your, your daughter is a good kisser. My old boss just asked me if I've finished the arc yet. That's, <laughs> I can't escape it. <laughs> oh, fuck. Speaking of arcs. Speeching. Speech, sorry. <laughs> you know of, English isn't my first language. I'm a fan of cup speeching. Speeching of <laughs> arcs. Yeah. Want to do a joke? One and maybe I can keep the pot going and then you can't edit. Or I can't edit because I edit. Yeah, it's ac- that is accurate. B. Why do you do that? Because it's fun. Crave the uncomfortable. Crave the... B. <laughs>
We need we need a uh, two gleep scorching commercial. Do we? Yeah. <laughs> you want to do that now? I I mean I I've got to have some prep time. I got to get your mom in here and be like, your son's a good kisser. <laughs> Are your other sons good kissers? You also okay. It's just a repeat of that ad. <laughs> If you, if you have a sister, so I have an out to say your, <laughs> your daughter's a good <laughs> I crave the really uncomfortable. If for the next episode you come by with a thing of what am Pringles I, scorching, <laughs> we can do the ad. Uh, we can we can we can ad lib. Okay, an ad <laughs> lib. It's like I'm reaching for my emergency inhaler. Yeah, except this is your emergency book. Ooh. Let's go to a, a joke where people... <laughs> do, you see the, do you see the clock behind you? What time is it? Book time! <laughs> I fell for it. This is a story that is... All more- about how <laughs> my life turned upside down and now I... He's so sad. He's so... He's what are you talking the about? The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And I had to move in with my uncle in Bel Air. I thought you were gonna do the Mr. Krabs thing. Why is Mr. Krabs with a K? Doesn't he know he's a pubic lease? <laughs> Laos. Same thing. <laughs> I just got a louse. And you're I still just, wrong. I just paid off a louse on my apartment. <laughs> I just paid off the louse on my house. Good one. This is called Genius at Midnight by H. Alan Smith. Can't help but notice it's not midnight. One night a few weeks ago, I awoke from a deep sleep. Two in the afternoon. (laughs) (laughs) That's a really deep sleep. If you want to change the joke a little bit, start over. Genius at two in the afternoon. Thank you. I woke from a deep sleep at two in the afternoon (laughs) with the most brilliant idea that I've ever passed through the mind of a mortal being. I groped for the light. (laughs) I say that in all my sexual assault cases. I wasn't reaching for her pussy. I was groping for the light light switch. You know when you're dying, they say grope towards the light. I groped for the light, found my pad and pencil, and oh, he was menstruating. (laughs) And wrote it down, convinced that this was the concept which would shake the earth. Next morning at breakfast, I suddenly remembered that I had committed a soul-stirring idea to paper during the night. Though I couldn't recall a thing about it. Typical dream stuff. Yeah. I rushed to get it and this is what During I the found. afternoon. Sorry. <laughs> I rushed to get it and this is what I found. This at time Roosevelt died. See in clips times brooch. <laughs> Not understandable to me to us examine intellectual rot. They mean well. Maybe the plumber, the $5 gardener do something about it. Ooh, good one. This does sound like an afternoon thought. There wasn't <laughs> anything I could do about it. I mean, okay, good Obviously. one. This, that line didn't need to be included. There was vast meaning and significance in it somewhere, but it eluded me. It eludes me still. This happens to me all the time, and I found that it happens to the others who write memos in the night. The things we scribble down are almost always pure nonsense. Perhaps the most famous example of this is Mrs. Amos Pinish. I want to say Pinochet, but it's not. I, okay. Pinochet. <laughs> Out of the... <laughs> blackface. Out of the blackness came a poem <laughs> so beautiful and so filled with wisdom that she... Next page for the listeners. Oh yeah, that was on page 353. So if you want to pause, read up until where I'm at, and then resume, you, you may do so. We are now on 354. 354. I forgot where I was. Out of, out of the blackface 
came <laughs> alone, so beautiful and so filled with wisdom that she felt she would be acclaimed as the greatest poet and the most profound thinker in history. In the morning, this is how it looked. Hogamous, higamous, men are polygamous, higamous, hogamous, women monogamous. Not only is that a lie, it's racist as it's in blackface and it's not good. <laughs> how do you write in blackface? <laughs> yeah, it's a font. That's how racist I you I want to make a new font yeah, called you have blackface. A, you, have your, you have your bedside thing of shoe polish and red lipstick. <laughs> she said she put it on before she wrote that racist poem. Down. I don't know why, that but my incorrect. teacher my teacher said he would only accept this if it was in twelve point double spaced blackface. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, teach! You know what year it is? It's not nineteen twenty-two. It's eight eight uh, eighteen forty. It's eighteen forty-five. <laughs> yeah, good one. Good one. It's not 1922, it's 1845. Yeah, we can still write like this. It's okay, it doesn't change the story. The kid's the bigot. <laughs> this is actually what's expected of how we write. Really, my problem with me being expected to write in blackface is my own problem and not the teacher's. <laughs> There's more to the story. Okay. Whatever, after that racist poem. A neighbor of mine... <laughs> In a period of sleeplessness, arrived at an idea he believed would be of enormous benefit, so he wrote it down. The next day, he was unable to make any sense out of it. German doctor lines patient up in a circle, checks him from his bicycle seat. Good one. When, ooh, ooh, another name everybody's all too familiar with. When Fred Beck of Los Angeles yep. was associated with the famous farmer's market, he had a night thought designed to bring the market a flood of publicity. He wrote down, arrange have... Capistrano swallow switch to FM. Of course. Capistrano, another name we all know. Unhappily, he didn't write down the part in which he had figured out how to convince the swallows. I mean, this is like reading a fever dream. This whole thing was probably written uh, yeah, at I don't understand at why <laughs> two in the afternoon. Hugh Troy, <laughs> who lives, who I thought was from Brooklyn, but Hugh Troy, who lives in Washington, D.C., is in the Brooklyn phase. Ah, that could be it, where my <laughs> problems arose from. A man of many facets all turned on. Many lovely philosophical concepts come from him during the night. One of them turned up on his notepad as follows. Call State Department. All energy is state of mind. Going uphill is state of mind. Climb Everest. Think downhill while climbing. You'll really be going downhill. Important. I'm going to be honest with you. I, For I, some years. I haven't understood a single word you've said in the last three minutes. It's all right. Okay. For some years, I imagine it'll all come together at the end. I don't think so, but keep For going. For some years, I preserved a thing which had me convinced at the time I put it down that I would be the first man in history to win two Nobel Prizes in the same year, the prize for literature and the prize for peace. I dozed off thinking of my trip to Sweden and my fame that would be mine, and the fame that would be mine. The next morning, I found on my scratch pad, insomnia for poor people. Think of something downstairs, think of something in bathroom, and then in parentheses, powdered alum. Think of something in bedroom. Retrace! Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Retraces in all caps. Uh-huh. This is all coming together, don't worry. I'll still go on, okay. There's, <laughs> there's a story about, oh, another person. We were just talking about pre-pod when the mics were cold. Oliver Wendell Holmes, the Elder. Uh, obviously, <laughs> the elder. Yeah, you not were, the younger. You didn't, you didn't have any. You didn't have it put together until I said the elder. Then yeah. you remembered when we were talking about it. Yeah, as you you know what he did his line of work as a doctor. He was a doctor. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, he was interested. I thought you were going to let me say it. I'm sorry. I, I'm just so excited that we were talking about this guy we were talking about earlier. As a doctor, he was interested in the use of 
Ether in once had a dose administered to himself. Oh, he's high on his own supply, and this time it's not him sniffing gum. This Classic time? Oliver <laughs> Wendell Holmes, the elder. While he was going under, a great thought framed itself in his mind. He believed that he had grasped the key to all of the mysteries of philosophy. When he regained consciousness, he was unable to recapture it. It was of vital importance to mankind, so he arranged to have himself given ether again and determined that he would speak the great thought so that the stenographer could write it down. Just before the anesthetic took full effect, he had the vision again and spoke as follows. The entire universe is permeated with a strong odor of turpentine. I am an admirer True. of a poem that Anne Malsby, okay. a neighbor of We're mine... We're still going. Well, that's funny enough because the person that lives upstairs before he moved in and Malsby, a woman of that name, lived up above you. Probably a different person, but it is a weird coincidence. Yeah, maybe this is her. Maybe, maybe I doubt it, but you keep going. This is how we admit to the people that we are actually the writers of this book as we're admitting that Anne Malsby is a neighbor of ours. <laughs> we take inspiration from the real life. I, I am an admirer of the poem that Anne Malsby, a neighbor of mine, of ours... <laughs> <laughs> composed in the night and couldn't even remember writing down she simply found it and recognized her own handwriting here it is stuck with the stuff of gardeners dolls one half man and one half woman little mary ott on her blot stained cot plagued by austerer austerer says it once i was just doing a second what are you even saying <laughs> you're still speaking gibberish <laughs> plagued by these are all these are all good poems. Played by austerer values than ours. In my opinion, it's as good as any T.S. Anything T.S. Eliot ever wrote. Now, to, like to conclude this. Oh, thank God. Conclude this. Genius at 2.30 in the afternoon. H. Allen Smith. There's another page. Writing with a joke. No. <laughs> I, I would like to sign off with a joke. Oh, my God. That was longer than my pop's tops. And the this, like, the receipt was, one this combined. Was, this was a because this was a, a book. It was a it was a story. The pop stops as a joke. What about the one with the receipt? The bank sending <laughs> oh, the. That was way lowest two episodes. <laughs> I think that was five pages. This one was worse because it was all bullshit dream insights <laughs> that literally don't make sense yeah. into a book where. Regular stories don't make sense. You ever heard of the thing where people don't really like hearing other people's dreams? Yeah, that's, that's it. that. Yeah. <laughs> I, speaking of that, so I can shoehorn this in. I had a thing, a, a dream that I found okay, out. Okay, MLK. <laughs> Junior. Uh, the bad one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he ain't no senior. He ain't no elder, that's for sure. <laughs> MLK the, the younger? <laughs> MLK elder is way better. I'm watching, like, two people go in the ditch. I'm like, oh, these people suck at driving. And then I was doing something about three hours later in the day. of like, fuck, that was a dream that didn't... That wasn't on my way here. <laughs> I'm like, man, I am good at driving. <laughs> Those people fucking suck. And then I'm like, oh, shit, I'm not cool. Lame. <laughs> Thanks, brain. At least I didn't think the world smells like turpentine. Okay. Fucking shit. Okay, here that we go. That one was my dream. <laughs> here's a, here's a, a closing joke. Great. Ooh, Edith Sitwell is in this one. Okay. Page 353. At a Washington party photographer. At a Washington party photographer. There should be a comma. Photographers were busy snapping pictures of Dame Edith Sitwell, the English poetess. During the workout, typical non-unfit photographers thinking taking pictures is a workout. All well that sit well. If it doesn't, if that's not the joke. <laughs> 
During the workout, one cameraman was seen shaking his head and muttering to himself, What's the matter? asked a pal. I just don't like it, he said. People shouldn't call a dignified broad like that a dame. My joke is better. Maybe we'll search for another. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's it, actually. Do you want the- I'm gonna send you a picture, and then you can use it as the, the, the PGNJ peg. Do I have to? Yeah. Okay. It's a JPEG. PGN, P, uh, PGN is not- PNG, you mean. No, it's a chest move thing. <laughs> Fuck you. You don't know what I mean. It'd be funnier if you just used the raw image and not the zoomed in thing.